Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Big Ed's Neck, the only 90 Fiancé podcast. Today we're going to be talking about 90 Fiancé the other way, season 4, episode 13, Winds Not Blow. My name is Marty, I'm here with Jen. What up? Let's get started with Gabe and Isabel. So, Gabe's back in Columbia. Yep. Uh, they're, they're doing sort of like wedding talk and shit. He got back sooner than Chris. And it's true. <laughs> Chris has been uh, spent half the year outside of Columbia, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so... There's already some tension. Uh, Gabe's family are on their way, but they aren't even here yet, and there's already issues with Gabe's sister, because she wants to walk Gabe down the aisle and give him away, and then also, like, be his maid of honor. And Isabel wants those to be two traditional roles? But well, Isabel's kind of like, well, which one is it? Uh, which, you know, I don't one wonder, or the other. He doesn't have a lot of family or friends coming to this wedding, so I don't really see what her big stink is of her just doing both. I don't get it. I think it's a little weird that it would be Gabe's sister giving him away instead of, like, Gabe's mom. Like, why, yeah, like, why wouldn't Gabe's mom do that? That's true. Maybe then you could involve both. Mom could give him away, and then sister can be maid of honor. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. That or, that or seems best weird man. to me. And it's like, you know, I get it. Like, it's is it, to Isabel's point or her perspective, you know, it's my wedding. Well, it's Gabe's wedding, too. Yeah, and, like, why can't he have who he wants on but his is side. Gabe making concessions just to keep the peace, and it's not really what he wants. That's true. You know, I don't know. I can kind of see that happening with Gabe, though. You know. Yeah, but I mean, I could also make sense that he wants his family involved in his wedding, and that's all he's got coming. Well, yeah. I mean, this is only. I mean, it sounds like his wife, his mom, and his sister are the only two people in, from his family that are like in his world. Yeah. Why not give them both kind of something to do? You yeah. Know what I mean, that's like, what, yeah. Mom Isabel's... can give them away, and Isabel and and Monica can be the maid of honor. Yeah, and Isabel's vibe was just kind of like, that's not how it usually goes. So I don't like it. You know, well, there's a it lot about his wedding vibe. is not. That's typical, true. right? Yeah, that's why it's <laughs> you know like, dude, I mean? let it go. Just... So it's like, yeah, I don't know, Monica. I mean, or Isabel already kind of seemed like she wasn't a big fan of monica yeah which to be fair monica already seems like she's not that big of a fan of isabel right so i mean we already can see they're they're gonna bump heads right Mm -hmm. and so gabe's mom and sister they flew in they get them from the airport and everything and you know isabel and and monica are both boss babes to use multi-level marketing vernacular right right so um and gabe kind of made this point it's like well you know monica's been traveling all day she may not have had anything to eat. She might be like grumpy, and mm-hmm. she, and then Isabel. Which after a like, long don't flight, be, don't be. I'm... She better not be rude. Yeah, it's like, well, I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> We've all flown, like. Yeah, a long you're... flight. Like, I just want to like shower, eat something, and put my relax. legs up. Yeah, put yeah. my feet up. You know. And yeah, that'll make anyone fucking grumpy, right? So. It's just tense, right? It's it's like a tense first meeting. It was okay. It was it seemed it was fine, okay, but, but it was it was, was def- there's definitely was tension in the yeah. air, right? And it was like a little bit of there's tension and a little bit of like, hey, we can't actually talk to each other because we don't speak the language. Right. So it and was Monica, a mixture. Monica kept making references like, so you don't speak any English at all? No like, English? Well, well, none? You don't, and yeah, it's like you don't speak any Spanish? Any? Like, none? It's like, well, know? listen, dude. Uh, it to me it it's not as strange that a, a Colombian person in Colombia doesn't know any English, but it's a little strange that a person growing up in Miami and living in Miami not yeah, knowing any never, Spanish. They've never picked up anything. Like really? Because I I think they speak a lot of Spanish in Miami. You didn't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's a good point. So I don't know. I I felt like it. I I felt like Monica was being a little annoying. Yeah. In, in that moment, right? And too because like. Gabe is moving to 
Colombia for Isabel. And so it's like Gabe knows how to speak enough Spanish to get her to more than enough to survive, it right. seems. So it's like it makes sense that he kind of did it the right way where he's moving to that country and he knows that country's language. You know, I kind of assumed he knew Spanish because he grew up in Miami. Um, <laughs> but I, apparently I just, that's wrong. I, I just know. assumed he did it, you know, I call it the right way of he's moving to a Spanish-speaking yeah. country, so I mean, he better learn it. Maybe that's the case, which, you know, where I'm is sure a good idea, right? Quite possibly, if Isabel was moving to America, maybe she'd learn English. I, I don't know. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, you might want to pick up a couple phrases, you know. And I'm sure she'll learn a little bit from Gabe while he's living with her. Yeah. I don't know. And Monica, too, was, like, weird in the car because, you know, Isabel said something along the lines of, like, oh, I'm glad you're finally here. And she's yeah, like, she well, what do you mean, finally? Yeah. What does that mean? Like, what? <laughs> Dude, like, like, bring it down a notch. Yeah, like, she's just, she's being, I thought that was really weird, too. I'm like, she's, like, you're looking for a confrontation. You're looking for a right. problem. Like, she's just saying, like, I'm so glad you finally made it. Like, it's so good to finally meet you. Like, it's not weird. It's not insulting. Yeah. Uh, what, she's just reading way too into it. Mm-hmm. And, and just, yeah, I don't know. Like, she came there determined to not like Isabel is kind of how I she started so. it. Yeah, I think so. Like, I feel like they were both being kind of shitty, mm-hmm. but I, I feel like Monica was being more shitty in this. Yeah. You know, at least from what we could see, right? So they all go out, to, you know, Gabe, Isabel, Monica, and Monica's boyfriend, they all go out for lunch, right? And, you know, Isabel wants to have a conversation. She's talking through the phone and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Monica has to bring up that prenup. Yep. And Isabel's just like, yeah, that's fine, whatever. I'll, I'll sign, sign whatever. Yeah, and and again, like I don't know, like, I I disagree. I think that I don't know. I think that a prenup and those kind of things are between the husband and wife. I don't it think is. that it's any of Monica's business. Right. It's just like with um, Belle Isle and 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 his ex wanting to get the prenup. It's like it's none of your business. <laughs> Belle Isle. It's just none of your business. You know what I mean? And and then also before they talk about the family, you know, Gabe and, and Isabel had a conversation about how Monica wants there to be this prenup and this and that. And Isabel was said what we kind of said last week of like, she runs half his business. She works with him. She's helped make him successful in Colombia. You know, right. and, it's like, and that's kind of what she says. Like, all right, you want to you wanna do a prenup? So, you know, like of something I've helped you do, I've helped you build, like whatever. And Make me a salaried employee then. Yep, exactly. Which is like, okay, that's kind of a good point. You yep. know, I, I can't knock her for that. And yeah, so I just feel like Monica was pushing him too far. It's like she doesn't Doing too much, respect yeah. boundaries. She doesn't understand boundaries. Mm-hmm. And... um. And she thinks that Gabe was, like, too scared to ask Isabel yeah. about it. But it's like, well, is that is that the truth? Or is Gabe just super anxious and is like, I just want to keep the peace. Yeah. I, you know, I want to tell you this and tell you that. And just, I, I want peace. Right. You know. So, I don't know. Then Isabel drops a, a badass question, bomb question. She's like, well, if you guys are so close, why do you have, have all these questions and you don't just, like, know? Yeah, and that was a, a pretty telling conversation there because it's like she really didn't know she really didn't know what was going on with their relationship or or how things like she said like you didn't even know that we were engaged you didn't even know that he was coming here to marry me like and she told like the cameras you know obviously they're not as close as i thought they were right so but yeah i mean i think that monica is a bit of a line stepper you know what i mean definitely you know so and as much as she likes to protect Gabe and everything, it's like yeah, like that's kind of the card she plays. Oh, I'm protecting my brother. And it's like okay, mm, that's relax, admirable, though. but it's like you you got to respect his boundaries too. Mm-hmm. You know, you are talking about a full grown man here. Exactly. So, how about Jen and Rishi. Uh, so they take the translator to Rishi's home, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like 
<laughs> instilled a lot of confidence when they're just like, well, hopefully they don't shoot the messenger. And translator's like, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah hopefully. It's like, like, you got to be really careful about like American like colloquialisms because it's like an Indian person talking about an American, like, you know, uh, talk, hearing an American person talk about shooting people, they might take that literally. Like, yeah, yeah, we got a lot of guns. You know what I mean? And, yep, that's, that's not a secret. And I feel like that's probably a lot of what, or most of what a lot of countries hear about the U.S. is just like shooting, shooting, shootings. And it's like, well, right. they're not lying, but you know. Yeah, I mean, they're not completely wrong. Yeah, what you think? <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah, what you think is an innocent joke? Like, oh, they hopefully they don't shoot the messenger. Like, oh, wait, is this a joke yeah. or is this serious? I don't get it. Like, mm. so. So they all gather at Rishi's family's house. And it's like, how do they not know what's up as his family? How do they not? You know what I mean? Like, now you're now she's here with friends and a trans, her own translator. Like, well, I'm sure that Rishi knew some something's going on, something's fishy. And and then he, I liked how he was kind of like, yeah, they showed up with the translator. Like normally I translate, and you know, and it's like, but then yeah, later because well, they don't trust you, dude. But because then later when everything <laughs> the shit starts hitting the fan. <clears throat> He's like, oh, yeah, I normally translate, and if it were me translating, I would have changed the topic and, you know, not translated this part. It's like, like, that's exactly why they brought their own. (laughs) I proved their point right there. Yep. And I just love Jen's, like, tough talk. Like, well, if Rishi's lying, I'm done. It's like, no, she's not. Shut the fuck up. You'll be mad for an hour, and then then that's it. You'll go back to him. So we find out that there was, from Rishi's mom, that basically what he said last time was, was the truth, was accurate. He saw, like, there were, like, two, four women. Rishi said no, never even, like, met them. Mm-hmm. It really wasn't that, you know. Jen kind of blew up mm-hmm. last time, I mean, ultimately. And that's what I was saying. Like, you know, this could, this could actually be a, a loss in translation situation. Yeah. But I feel like he's used that, played that card so many times, it's like... Yeah. You know what I mean? And so you got to, yeah, I wouldn't, I'm not going to keep believing or hearing that line. Right. Exactly. And then when something like actually happens like that, it's like the boy that cried wolf, right? Mm-hmm. You know? So. And Randy breaks in with her bullshit and like, I have something to say and I'm going to say it and drops the whole engagement bomb. Yeah. Randy's a busybody. I don't like her. She really is. And She's you, you, you can just tell she gets joy out of just like being that brown like nosy. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you mentioned before that you know Randy probably wants Rishi, mm-hmm. and I bet you, it, I bet she's not even like hoping she can get with Rishi, but it's almost like she'd I want happy. him, so I'm gonna fuck things up. Yep, she'd yeah. be happy if their relationship doesn't work out. Like just to fuck things up. And didn't doesn't Rishi look exactly like his mom? Yeah, he looks a lot like his mom. He does yeah. So yeah. So anyways, uh, mom hears this and she's just kind of like, oh, now you tell me, okay. Yeah, and she act. You know what? I. I get it, but she acts all, oh, no big deal. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. You know, and then, of course, not quite cool not quite. afterwards. But then she's like, well, you, know, you got all these fucking people here, and there's cameras and shit. Like, what am I supposed to say? Yeah. And it's yeah. like, you know, she she kind of makes a good point. I, I see like, your point. But then you're also still on cameras when later you're like, absolutely not. No, you know. Well, she, she learned a little something then. You know I mean? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So <laughs> she learned more information. <laughs> she learned, she yeah. got some more information, changed her mind. That, that's that's fair. So and then she felt like, you know, she was lying to her. Right. Mm-hmm. And mom was kind of in shock, which so. he was. He was lying to her. He was lying to her. And that's poor true. mom. fucking looking like a dumbass, you know, trying to recruit all these potential wives and this fucking guy's got a fiance already yeah, this guy's already you know it's like i'm wasting someone. my time and and you know i was kind of like 
And then, because then, of course, Jen also lets them know, like, rip all the band-aids off that, you know, oh, I'm not going to live. Move in yeah, I'm not going to move in here. And what do they call it? That might have been a little much. That might have been too much for one. Yeah, and that's what Rishi said. Like, first she does this, and then she says this, too, of, like, what do they call it? A one-family house? Or what? what's the word they refer call it? Uh, yeah, just, I think it was. No, so, they had a word for yeah, it. Yeah, there was a word remember. for it of everybody living in one room. Right. And, and, but it's like. I, I, and I know it's a cultural thing, at least when it comes to Rishi's family, but it's like I just kind of resent that of like part yeah. of the duty of marrying her son is to take come in and like be everybody's like servant more or less. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like now right. that she's too, she's getting up in age, like, oh, now it's your job to do every cook, clean, lawn, you know what I mean? Be basically, a, it sounds like a maid for everybody. Right. And it's like how Jen said, I think in one of the beginning episodes, I don't have two master's degrees to just be someone's housemaid. And I, and I, I totally get that yeah, as a, it's like, well, why do you have two master's degrees anyway? Like, yeah. The, what job what requires you, two master's degrees? And what are you doing with them now? Yeah. You know, I or, mean, you can bitch about like, I got two master's degrees. I don't want to do this. It's like, well, what were you doing before? Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? And, but like, even without, I got one and I have one job. Like, it's like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I don't have any, I have a bachelor's, but it's just like, I'm not, I'm not gonna. Do you feel it necessary to get another bachelor's or, or you know? What I mean? Maybe, but not really. Like, yeah. I guess I, if I'm gonna spend money, be a master's. But either, even so, like, yeah, even well, if exactly. I, even if I had no degrees, yeah. I'm not really aspiring at my age to become a whole, entire household's well, no. maid. If I wanted to do that, I'd get married and have children and then do oh, yeah. that there, but also yeah. still be able to have my own kind of life and independence. But yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with being like a house, you know, be like a, a home care, you know, Yeah, but it's uh, like, like I clean home... up after myself and stuff now. A caregiver right? I mean, or whatever. Yeah. yeah I'm not that, gonna, that's fine. But you're not going to recruit me to, to do that for the whole, like multiple generations. But if it's not for you, yeah. don't let someone force you into it. Yeah. And, but know? even still, so, Ultimately, Jen should have probably just kept that one tucked away hey, for a minute. Let's one bomb at a time here. Don't it, drop them all. Because it was in. Because even like, I mean, Rishi was nice and stuff to Jen afterwards, and yeah. I wasn't sure it was going to go that way. And so I'm just kind of think based on his reaction in the moment. I'm like, bro, before you start saying what else you're not going to do and talk about details of this future wedding, whatever you might want to make sure this dude wants to be with you after well, this conversation. Yeah, why don't we have uh, this conversation? Because Rishi was annoyed that like I had this whole plan and your friends just usurp and sneak in and do their own thing. Yeah. Like, Which, to be fair, you know, he's changed his plan a few times so i I, that's true so i agree with kind of the idea of i don't trust him telling them ever like i'd be in the same boat but that's when you say okay i'm leaving yeah (laughs) yeah do it or i'm gone it was my next point is you do you do that differently than have your best buddy randy come in and let the cats out don't let randy take care of your business yeah it's and i think that it's kind of an american thing too or maybe a westerner thing that you know we kind of move fast compared to a lot of other parts of the world mm-hmm. like i work you know a lot of my customers are overseas and you know americans we want the latest and the greatest we want it now mm-hmm. and same with uh, a lot well not even really europe moves a little bit slower than us too but certain cultures is like we want it, the latest greatest and we want it now and, mm-hmm. and other cultures are like listen let's let's have a couple of releases first and let's see what happens you know yeah you came out with this new product i want to give it like two years and see if there's anything wrong with it before we install it mm-hmm. you know so 
other cultures do move at a different pace. Yeah. You know, and I think India might be might be one of them. And to him, like, it's not that big of a deal that I've given this three years and haven't told my mom, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but and, to yeah. us, it's like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. The, <laughs> you know? I mean, I mean, I have hung in there in my time in some relationships a little past their expiration date, right? And But it's like, dude, I, even I'm not going to hang out for three years and wait for you to tell your family that I exist like that, like, hey. That's and that I'm engaged to you. Yeah, and we're engaged. Yeah, mm, so I'm like mm, something's got to give here. But again, that's where I would be like, all right, bro, you got to tell him, or I'm I'm done with this. Not yeah. Send Randy in. Like mm. it's just so high school. Like hey, it will, you, will like, you go tell him I like go him? Go see if he likes me. Yeah, go ask yeah. Him. yeah right. <laughs> that's what that reminds me of. Like you're you're 48 years old, Jen. Come on, yeah. man. Come on. Which is another point of contention because yeah, that brings us to our next point. <laughs> the, the the ladies leave. Rishi goes back to his mom and uncle, and mom was like upset. She was kind of heartbroken. I kind of kept this from her or whatever. Mm-hmm. Never asked for permission. Didn't do it the right way. Yep. Right. And it seems like mom's kind of backpedaling, which I actually I would say she is kind of backpedaling, but oh, she's, yeah. she pulled a summit's mom, a summit's mom. Like, well, I never actually said yes. I said yep. we would discuss it. And I was put on the spot with all these people, and which is fair. I mean, she was put on the spot. Yeah. So they find out that Jen's 48 and mm-hmm. that there's a 13-plus a year age gap between them. And that was the straw that broke Mama's back. Oh, they were not having it. Now it's a, a firm no. Yeah. And yep. it's like they wanted to speak to the rest of the family about it. I don't even know if that's an option anymore. I mean, it sounded like they were just like, no, this is just not happening. Yeah. They should have just waited until August, like the psychic said. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> would have avoided all of this. <laughs> maybe something would have happened between now and August that would have prevented this. I don't know. Yep. So. Uh, if only if only we could know. And I thought it was interesting that Rishi's mom was, was actually talking about, like, I'll be the laughing stock of the community. Like, yeah. Wasn't that Sumit's that mom was exactly, the same thing? That's exactly what happened with Sumit's mom was that so, she I don't was know. being- I thought it was an excuse. Maybe she's- Maybe she's onto something. Maybe she, there's something to it. She was saying know. she was being completely- she, Sumit's mom was being bullied and everything, which is, is, I mean, and I know it's a cultural thing, but it's just interesting to think of all these grown people Yeah, how are you 60 bullying, and being bullied? Yeah, like, bullying other people because someone, of who someone's dating. Yeah, yeah right. it just It just seems- so juvenile but weird, you know but... it it's a cult it's a it's something i yeah. a different thing yeah. different world different situation but yeah it just yeah, yeah it is what it is i suppose you think that rishi's mom does the whole uh nostril uh flossing deal too i think that's a maybe we'll see her do that one of these episodes maybe she could teach jen how to do it yeah. oh god i hated and that. jen would do it and be all like it's so spiritual that was like, probably ugh. one of the worst scenes in 90 day history for uh, me personally anything ever it was really to bad watched yeah, yeah I, it was pretty bad i did not need to see that tlc thank you and i i didn't buy for a minute that that's something they do on a regular basis because they didn't seem to be enjoying it at all yeah you know what i mean like they they didn't act like it was no big deal. It looked like it was traumatic for them, too. Ugh, so. Making me want to blow my nose Ugh. just thinking about it. Anyway, back to... Okay, how about Danielle and Johan? Yes, Danielle. Right. So Danielle, like, you know, she went on her date. <laughs> I know it's not a date, but okay. Yeah. They get into a fight, like, right away, Johan and Danielle. And um, eventually, Johan agrees, like, yeah, I'll meet your ex. Yeah, and which, right away... his attitude then was like, 
this is probably not a good idea. Yeah. Right? It, you're like, okay, fine. You, you want me to meet him? All right. Yeah, you, want me, him. you want me to meet him and ask questions? I, I can ask whatever questions oh, I want. Yeah, I'll oh, ask okay. Some questions. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'll ask him all kind like, of questions. She, Let's go. She's such an intuitive person. She'll tell you that all day long. She yeah. didn't pick up on, on he was going to start some shit. Yep. And right away, he <laughs> you was didn't just. see that coming? He was just like, this guy looks like a flamingo. I'd kill myself if was, I had to dress uh, that way. That was and, pretty funny. And I, 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 I thought that guy looked good in what he was wearing, but. I, but, I didn't. I didn't like it. I thought it I looked, thought like it looked pa- okay. I thought it looked like pajamas. I was on. I was totally. Well, they looked like pa- they looked like pajamas, but I, I thought have, he pulled it off. I wouldn't have said flamingo, but like I, I laughed pretty good when he said flamingo. I still thought that was yeah. funny. I mean, it was funny. He was busting his balls, but it was right away he was sipping on that, uh, that petty, that petty tea right Ooh, there, and I was he just was like, on haterade hard. I, it, it was just like, and he did it with a smile, like just complete oh, yeah. team petty. He's and, like, oh, you're gonna put me in this position. I'm gonna yeah. make it hurt. And and I, I felt. <laughs> bad for danielle because he did humiliate her a little bit oh not even a little bit big a time. lot and yeah. but at the same time it, like for not really caring for danielle and her just she just has this like arrogance of oh he he i got my way i made him come hang out with him yeah and you know and it just kind of like well you kind of in a way got what you deserve in a way you know, well, it's kind of like how did how did you not see this coming? Yeah, you you didn't. Yeah. Johan did not want to meet this guy, and you pushed and you pushed and you I mean, pushed. I'm for not him convinced that production maybe didn't take her aside and said, "Listen, get these two together." You, you know what I mean? Maybe it was the production pushing maybe, it, but I don't, I don't know. know. I feel like it's Danielle thinking genuinely, "This is a great idea because I'm so just... smart." And and it's like, dude, no. I mean, I I don't know you. You would have to, I don't. You would have to like pull like a surprise intervention on me to get me in a room with two of with like my boyfriend and any of my exes. There's not a single Seriously? ex of mine Why? I want to be in the same room. Yeah. No. <laughs> you know, like like even no. by myself. Like, and then whoa, they can ask no. questions and shit. No, yeah, get like, the fuck out of here. Like if I walked in a room with any ex, I'd be like, oh, I'm out of here. Nope. Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. I don't know nope. what this is, but I am out of here. Thanks. Like so. Yeah. So so Johan's questions at first were a little mild like well how long were you together and warming up warming yeah, yeah up. you know it's like ah, oh, we we're only pandemic his, fuck his, buddies his basically. foreplay if you will his foreplay, his foreplay for this uh, conversation he was just twiddling the bean at this point and, and he says um i want to stand next to you let's see who's, who's taller yeah and johan is taller he's satisfied with that mm-hmm, yep. uh, but they have the same shoe size and johan says well you know what that means you know because daniel likes a big dick yep and like, i was just you know, like I remember I was kind of like it was a level of macho talk that got a little gay, like it, 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 you know. And, and I'm, I remember I was like I was kind of like making you know making my dinner you know whatever like kind of cutting up my food like yeah. listening but not fully you know. And then like I heard that and I like look up like did I just hear what? Did you just ask him about his dick? Did he just ask about his penis? And like yeah. oh yep he sure did. And then like it it just you know not that there's anything wrong with it but. I, it, my first impression was that that's kind of gay, bro. Like, it, it was an awkward I mean, thing if, to if you're ask. if you're gay, whatever, it's cool, you know. But I don't know what I would do if I were a man, and then like a guy like was even asking. If a gay dude asked me, I'd be like, well, I don't know. Just like I would have boundaries, and like I don't, don't want to talk about this. But you know, no offense, yeah, I just like, don't want to. Talk, I'm not comfortable with this. I don't. I don't know what I would do if. Because I feel like I would kind of, once he asked my shoe size, I would be like, okay, I think I know where this is going. I know but where this I, is going. But I want to believe I'm wrong. And then, like, 
you know, but like I, I don't know what I would yeah, do. Yeah, but the X didn't seem like uh, the brightest bulb in the yeah, Christmas tree. I mean, you, you may not have seen it where it was going. Yeah, yeah so, sometimes you're an intellectual, sometimes you're into sports. It's, I mean, you know, the guy's Danielle's men, uh, you know, Danielle mentored this guy. Like, how bright can he be? You know? Yeah, so, let's just say that. So, yep. so. And then he wants to know about the sex between them, and that's when Danielle's like, "I don't want to. I don't. I'm not gonna ask him that, you know, because yeah. she was kind of translating." And yeah, that was that was kind of weird. I would definitely not have translated that. I would not be okay with my yeah. boyfriend asking my ex boyfriend how the sex was with me. I would not. No, I wouldn't be okay with that. And then you know, but Johan's whole thing was like, "Well, I'm meeting this guy at all is inappropriate, so I'll ask what I want." You know, that's yeah, that's you, true. You made me do this. I didn't want to do it. You made me do it. Well, this is what I do to you, basically. Yeah. You know, that was his perspective. Which is a very healthy marriage, right? It's very healthy. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what you should do, right? <laughs> or you're gonna make me do something I don't want. I'm gonna make you regret it for Ooh, sure. You're gonna regret it this time. Yeah. Um, and you know, Johan's just one of those dudes that's comfortable with making other people uncomfortable. You no, know, and, <laughs> you know? and I appreciate that about him because I kind of like I'm, that I'm too. the same way. I am the same way. I can be. Where yeah. if, if if you make me be uncomfortable i am gonna thrive in that uncomfortable element i like, can be petty i don't uh, yep. know i wouldn't have gone as far as johan but i would make it i would make it uncomfortable and be okay oh, yeah. with that yeah. and, and not even necessarily petty but like if you're gonna make me uncomfortable like you're not i i'm going to become comfortable in this uncomfortable environment and like i'm very I'm adaptable release the pressure and, and make it i equal, will i'll meet you know? yeah i'll meet you with what what you're doing We're gonna and equalize okay. this awkwardness like yeah. you're gonna ask me how the sex is all right i'm gonna let you know i'm gonna make it yeah. real weird it's gonna get real weird in here he likes a thumb in his butt yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like it because it would it becomes those situations become almost like a a game of like uncomfortable chicken right yeah, yeah, like okay sure. you're trying to make me uncomfortable okay game on let's see and let's then let's do this then yeah. you know i i do very well in you uncomfortable know. environments but because mostly most of my life is uncomfortable but why not you know <laughs> that's what they say you gotta get out of your comfort zone like, that's right okay let's get <laughs> get you out of your comfort zone this, all right this is a, a affirmation i i go why it's get comfortable being uncomfortable i right. i say it mostly when i'm running but i also it applies to my normal life too yeah well so inevitably danielle starts to cry and i think johan might be starting to feel bad at this point mm-hmm. so it's like well let me do how did you not know that was coming oh, yeah on. like you may but yeah it's like i said very it's healthy marriage. damage yeah very, yeah and then the ex is just sitting there like uh what do i say what am i supposed what do to I do, do? And, yeah. and then she's just like oh he like like all casual like oh he likes to humiliate me when you know da 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 and it just he's like uh can i go yeah <laughs> this okay. you guys need to talk i'm gonna go i'm gonna go yeah uh, yeah, yeah. So. about debbie and osama Ooh, this was first of all okay you know i like poetry and i like art and osama's poetry and art is crap it's crap. And Osama, uh, you know, he he's, God bless him, he's so naive to think that art is, like, valuable in the U.S. Yeah. Versus it, it's, where, it is know, very Turkey underappreciated, yeah. No, it's not. It's like, dude, you, you just look into it. Yeah. Google it for five minutes, you'll find there's a bunch of artists in the U.S. that are like, dude, dude. And that guy, his shit is not, n- no, it's not It's like the get... only place... Well, there there are places where art is valuable in the USA, but you have to be the best of the best. You know what I mean? You yeah. have to be really fucking good. Yeah. And he's that's why not... that whole the whole struggling artist thing is a thing. A struggling that, that's, artist. That's like, why it's you a know, thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, dude, you're not near good enough to do no 
You're not. That. You are not going to come to the U.S. and make a bunch of money as an artist. No, you're not no. the next Banksy. Like it's not yeah. fucking happening. So and then, so like, so what is it like? We start where Debbie, her car is coming, her van is coming to pick her up or whatever. Yeah, I mean it picks up kind of where it <laughs> left off last time, and they're like some painting or whatever, and he kind of admits that you know that was his plan the whole time was to get to the USA, and mm-hmm. Debbie's like, well, hell no, if that's it, then we're stopping this right now. And he's like, okay, okay. And I have to okay. hand it to her, at least at this point. Yeah. Let's see what happens after. But at least at this point, she's kind of, uh, she's not taking that laying down, right? Yeah. And she doesn't know that he's a piece of shit and all that. And it's like. And that was probably the most honest thing we've seen from Osama so far is when he referred to himself as a creepy motherfucker. Like, absolutely. Yes, sir. Well, yeah. At least yeah. he's self-aware on some level. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, like, I felt bad for Debbie in that moment. Like, she was all in for Osama and, and everybody told her what was going to happen. Yeah. Like, and then, I, so yeah. she was like, you know, it's easy to be like, well, I told you so. I was like, well, okay, come on. She, she's yeah. an old, naive old lady, and she was just humiliated in an insanely public way. Like, yeah. come on. And, and that, that's where, like, I, I, I did feel bad for her because even though we all kind of saw that coming, it's just like she's, she was genuinely in love and thought it was genuine. Yeah. And whether or not she was naive and silly for thinking that, she did. And it's just, it's it's hard when, it's like, when you like you said get humiliated that no right. no he is this weird creepy motherfucker that and, and is using you for a visa way you know? yeah yeah and it's like I, you know i don't like to blame the victim too it's like this is, osama's a fucker for doing this oh yeah you know what i mean oh, like yeah. debbie is the victim here and osama's a piece of shit yeah and, and she was too trusting and too caring and he took advantage of that yeah and it's not a fault of debbie that's what i was gonna say those qualities you know, of debbie are not anything to be ashamed of yeah yeah and and you know what it, it, it's awful and sad that there are craven people in this world that would take advantage of those qualities yeah you know so so later um debbie's talking to julie and her son told him everything that happened and um, i hated the way she was talking to him like with again her like children's storybook voice you yeah know? Like, i don't know what happened and then all of a sudden like she's talking to her grandkids yeah, yeah. i'm like can you just cut the crap and just talk like a normal person just, just be a person for a little yeah. bit Apparently, Osama always changes at night. Like, he's a werewolf? Like, what, what is this? Yeah. So, you know, it tells him all about Osama's visa plan. And I like how Julian was like, well, you know, now is not the time for me to tell you I told you so. Let's let's just work on Getting a you plan home. now. But it, he, the way he phrased it was like, a, we're going to talk. I, I am going to tell yeah. you this. I but, will tell but, you I told you so. <laughs> I will let you know. But now is not the time. Let's let's work yeah. on getting you home first. So it was, it was nice of him. And, you know, that is nice, like, to, you know, to care about her like he does and to, you know, put a pin in that for now. And, right. Because, like, we'll he knows. come back to it. But, yeah. Like, yeah. I am going to come back to this, but I, I think even he wanted to make sure that she gives this up before well, just, he, like, lectures yeah. her. There's just more important things at the moment than who yeah. was right and who was wrong, right? Yep. And then that's where Debbie kind of starts to backpedal a little bit and starts talking about, oh, well, it was all, not just that, but the experiences and this. And then she mentions he wrote that stupid fucking poem. And I'm that like, poem was shit, I dude. would wipe my ass with that poem. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. just garbage. It would be better if he said, Rose, violets are blue, roses are red. I love it when Debbie gives me head. <laughs> that's a better poem <laughs> than <Yeah>. fucking <laughs> the shit he put out. <laughs> and, and she just starts saying, oh the experiences and the times together that we shared and it's like dude you've been there for like two days what have you shared yeah. i mean 
you serenaded a donkey really weird. You, you and, sound, yeah, you sound you know, like one of those creeps who like pay a bunch of money to like cam girls. And they're like, but we had the experience. We shared something. Yeah. And like, like, well, you know, dude, no, they had ulterior motives. And, yeah. And you had, you got what you wanted to. And that's but the thing. Deb, but that's what's sad about Debbie is that Debbie's, what Debbie wanted was a lot more yeah, wholesome and, and pure. And that's where I think she needs to like realize that kind of like. The experiences and stuff you had were built on false pretenses, you know? Like, I mean, how much of however nice and sweet and fun Osama was with her over whatever yeah, course of time the love bomb. is only... Be- yeah, the love bond. It, it was only because he wants to be in your good graces, so you'll take him back to America. He's, he's got an end goal in mind. Because yeah. look, look how nasty he got as soon as she was like, I'm not going to do that. He yeah, totally flipped. He, he was a bastard. So you it's know? so it's like I doubt she would have ever gotten this nice, sweet then, Osama if yeah. she had been like, I'm. I'm. By the way, I'm if never bringing you to America. Firm from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And then you know, Julie made a good point that Osama has all the power in this situation, so he's definitely going to do this like wine and dine and try to get her back and shit. Right. Yeah. So and then in the previews for next time, it looks like he's going to try at least. So yeah. we'll see what happens with with Debbie if she she falls for the shit or not. Yeah. So how about Nicole and Mahmoud? So Mahmoud's brother shaved his head, and he looks r- like a lot better that way. Yeah, and, and again, I like didn't I, recognize him at first. I kind of like stepped out of the room for a second to like do something or whatever while it was on. Then I came back and I saw this guy, this bald guy, sitting at the table with Mahmoud. And I'm like, who is this? Another brother? Yeah. And then I, it took me a minute to realize, like, oh, it's the same. Uh, it's the same brother. brother. It's just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And it's like, you know, he looks good with a shaved head. He, yeah. You know, the horseshoe thing is just not doing it, man. No. Just, just Some, keep it, sometimes keep it just, shaved, man. You just got to let it go. You know, take yeah. take that hair off life support, man. Take just that let out it go. and yeah. go all the way with it, man. So, and you know what? I like his brother, Ahmed. I actually like him a lot. I, I think too. Ahmed is a, a, an incredibly wise person. I think he needs to come to America with them. I hope so. I would. I would want that. Because, you know, what? when he was talking to Nicole and he talked to Mahmoud, he didn't just instantly take Mahmoud's side. He mm-hmm. would hear Nicole out. Yeah. And then sometimes he's like, you know, she kind of makes a good point. You know, you got to do this. this yeah. You know, he, he's, just, he's a very, very wise guy. He's a wise guy. So, <laughs> wise guy, sir. So Mahmoud <laughs> tells Ahmed that he wants to move to the U.S. with Nicole, or they're talking about it at least. Which I was kind of surprised, too, that Mahmoud is as on board with it as is he, he, considering as he it, is. Yeah. yeah. And Ackman's just like, I don't know if that's a good idea because Mahmoud's just going to miss everyone too much. Yeah. Which, again, th- these kind of conversations bother me a little bit because they are they're they talk about it as if, like, uh, hello, Nicole had to do all of this, you know. Nicole had to do all of this, you know. So now h- how do you think Nicole feels right now, yep. right? Yeah. And then Ahmed had went through that himself when he moved to China. Yeah. And that, that's really, I don't, for a minute. I don't think that Mahmoud fully appreciates or even partially appreciates all that Nicole has had to kind of go through to try to right. live in Egypt. And and that's where like these kind of where Nicole is a lot of things. She really shit the bed on any kind of research or anything else with anything she did here. Nicole's yeah. But but like there's a lot of problems with Nicole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was but it's still a lot. Even even to move from one state to another, it's a lot. You know, and, and yeah. I, I don't think I don't I haven't gotten the vibe that Mahmoud really has appreciated that that all those changes and hardships she's had to endure by making that change for right. him. Right. I, I think he kind of like, on a surface level he does, because he does try to make things more comfortable for her mm-hmm. and da 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 but I don't think he really, really understands the gravity of it. Mm-hmm. And maybe he will if he moves to the U.S., right? Yep. So. Yeah, but Mahmoud, um, 
kind of drops a bomb on us because Nicole wasn't there, right? Mm-hmm. He believes that all the rules he was trying to force Nicole to obey in Egypt, those are all going to apply in the U.S. Yeah, which, no. Nope. Bro, I, <laughs> I hate to break it to you. Yeah, spoiler alert. No. Yeah, no. I mean, you mean she... She, the rules she wouldn't obey with absolutely no support in Egypt. Now she's got all the support in the world in the U.S. Now she's just going to start obeying those rules. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't. No. Yeah. She's no, not going to fucking do that. She's not going to wear a wetsuit for a swimsuit no. in L.A. Like that's no. not going to happen. Again, she's going to have everyone around her saying, yeah, Nicole, you're right. Don't do it if you don't want to do it. Yep. <laughs> you know what yep. I mean? Exactly. So and- it's like. And you think you got Naran huh? be, being like Mahmoud? You you're a follower. You're small minded. You you know this and that. Like you think you just got Naran over here? You got a, well, a lot more people. How about four hundred thousand Narans? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got the majority. You know, the entire female population of L.A. Yep, are going to be Narans are gonna, telling and, you, dude. And they're going to be a lot more <laughs> blunt and be like, Nah, you're controlling, bro. You're yeah. you're a sexist. You're this. You're that. Yeah. Like, you're going to have a lot more names thrown your way for that kind of behavior. And, and they're not wrong. You know, yep. they're not wrong. It's, yep. It's just this. His style is just not gonna necessarily work. In he's the gonna have States. to wear like a like a sleeping mask to avoid all the temptation. The he's gonna have to see. Oh, avoid the temptation. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, all all the legs and upper arms of women yeah. exposed. Yeah, it's gonna be might be a lot on him. A lot of ass cracks. Yeah. A lot of ass cracks. Yeah. We go to a Magic the Gathering competition. <laughs> well, that just about does it for this edition of Big Ed's Neck. Please join us next neck. Time. <laughs> We're thinking about <laughs> and Dave Fiance the other way, season four, episode fourteen. We got to be getting pretty close to the tell-all. We are. I think this might be the last one. Ooh, it better just be like a one or two part tell-all. I don't want a fucking ten a six part, part goddamn, tell-all. Like goddamn it. Goddamn Lord of the Rings extended edition, <laughs> yeah. motherfucker. Oh goodbye.